0: Hello, Royals. Hope everyone had a nice fall break, and welcome back to This Day in History. I'm your host, Teresh Shemkis. There is a lot I want to cover in today's episode, so let's get right to the history. On this day in 1792, the cornerstone for the executive mansion, later known as the White House, was laid. Now, I want to get to the fascinating history of the White House itself, but before that, I also want to review the history of our nation's capital. As I mentioned in a previous episode, Philadelphia was the capital of the United States during the Revolutionary War. This was because the Continental Congress, which was at that time the entirety of the United States government, was seated there. Several times throughout the war, however, the Continental Congress was forced to relocate for days or months at a time. And since the Continental Congress was the entirety of the United States government at that time, any city in which the Congress met was technically the capital of the United States, if only temporarily. It may surprise you to learn this, but the United States has actually had nine capitals. Philadelphia, Baltimore, Lancaster, York, Princeton, Annapolis, Trenton, New York City, and finally, Washington, D.C. Most of these cities were the capital for a very short period of time, with the exceptions of Philadelphia, New York City, and Washington, D.C. New York City was the capital from 1785 until 1790, until the Residence Act of 1790 stipulated that until the permanent capital in the District of Columbia was ready, the temporary capital would again be in Philadelphia. So while George Washington was inaugurated in New York City, Philadelphia was the capital for most of his presidency and the beginning of Adams's. Obviously, the new capital would need an executive mansion, and so in seventeen ninety one a public competition was held to find the most suitable design. Interestingly enough, Thomas Jefferson himself submitted a design, but the commission went to James Hobbin for his design for a Georgian mansion in the Palladian style. The white gray sandstone mansion would have three floors and over one hundred rooms. With that, we are called up to the lane of the cornerstone in seventeen ninety two, and can continue with the history of the White House proper. The mansion was completed in 1800, making President John Adams and First Lady Abigail Adams its first residence. Although the White House was officially known as the Executive Mansion, it was already being called the White House in 1809 due to the way it stood out against the surrounding red brick buildings. In case you were wondering, the title of the White House was formally adopted in 1902 by President Theodore Roosevelt. During the War of 1812, the British burned the White House in 1814 when they invaded Washington, D.C. The mansion was rebuilt and enlarged under the direction of James Hobbin, who added the east and west terraces as well as the north and south portico. Aside from these, only very minor changes were made to the White House in the 19th century. During Theodore Roosevelt's presidency, the West Wing was constructed to provide greater office space for the president and his staff since the second floor of the White House was being converted from presidential offices to living quarters for the president's family. The East Wing, which provided even more office space, was built in 1942. A few years later, in 1948, it was discovered that the main building was in great need of structural repair. This should not have been a surprise, given that the White House is the oldest federal building in the Capitol and was, at that time, almost 150 years old. The next four years were spent in carefully rebuilding the interior, leaving the original exterior while standing. After this, the last major alterations to the White House were the interior decorations of First Lady Jacqueline Kennedy in the 1960s. Today, the White House receives up to 30,000 visitors each week and is both in an accredited museum and a part of our national Capitol Park system. The building itself is 55,000 square feet and six stories tall and has 132 rooms, 35 bathrooms, 28 fireplaces, three elevators, eight staircases, a swimming pool, a bowling alley, a jogging track, a putting green, and the movie theater known as the White House Family Theater. With this, I cannot think of another building in the United States that has seen as much history as the White House. From 1800 until today, every United States president from John Adams to Joe Biden has lived there. The building truly has a remarkable history. That's all for now, Royals. Have a great day.